This call is being recorded. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie. Has anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Barbara. Good morning, Barbara. Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. This is Susie who just joined us. Good morning, Susie. This is Royal Princess, the finisher. Good morning, Royal Princess, the finisher. Anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Who just joined us this morning? Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Yes, hi, good morning. This is Mona. Good morning. I'm doing fine, Mona. How are you? I'm doing good. Just got done praying. Ready to start this beautiful day (laughs) that our Lord has given us, right? Right. Amen. Amen. Good morning, it's Diane. Good morning, Diane. Good morning, Susie. Happy Thursday, everyone. Happy Thursday to you, too. Is anyone else showing the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning on this beautiful Thursday? Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday. Good morning, Sister Tracy. Happy Thursday to you, too. Good morning, Could you pray for me? Not Good morning, Sister Yvonne. And did you ask for us to pray for you today? Yeah, we, my leg. Her leg again. I got yeah. Oh, okay. We sure will. Her leg. You're welcome. Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. Happy Thursday. It's Kenya. Good morning, Kenya. Happy Thursday to you, too. Can someone please mute your line? Thank you. 
Does anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, Victory Family. It's Pam. Just pray for me, please. I'm still not feeling well today. Can, can someone please mute your line? Good morning, it's Andrew. Good morning, Good morning, Andrew. Good morning, Deborah. Good morning, sweet Susie. Good morning, Brother Andrew. Good morning. Good morning, all. Good morning. Has anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, family. It's Nikisha. Good morning, Nikisha. Good morning. Good morning, Declare Victory. This is Kiana. Good morning, Kiana. Has anyone else else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning, JC. Good morning, JC. Is anyone else joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Yo, yo, yo. What's up, family? Uh, good morning, Brother Eric. Good morning. Anyone else join the call who would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Lucille. Good morning, Lucille. Anyone else join the call? Anyone else like to say good morning? Would anyone else like to say good morning before I get started with the with the rest of the call? Okay, well, it is time to move on to the next segment of the call. So before we do move forward, we ask that you mute your line so we can proceed. And hello, my name is Susie, and I am your hostess. And thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time, to edify empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to stay with us for the rest of the month for this, the monthly theme entitled, The Faith Factor. 
You don't want to miss the messages, lessons, and heart shares that will be brought to you by our wonderful and gifted declarers. We do have two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call, hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally, Healthily, Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature, by Peter Sazerell. The call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific Time, right here by dialing the same number tonight. You will be blessed. Second, if you have been blessed by the call and would like to sew into it, please visit www.declarevictory.org or www.paypal.me forward slash declarevictory. We pray, we pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to, <clears throat> excuse me, to you for your gifting, giving and trusting. There were no prayer requests submitted via the app, but we do have two spoken ones. If we can please keep Yvonne lifted up in our prayers as, as she is still having problems with her leg. And also Pam as she is not feeling well. The order of the call is the declaration will be by Angela. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Diane. Then we'll go right into the closing comments hosted by the declarer, Angela. And I'll repeat that. The de declaration will be by Angela. Praying and corporate praise will be done by Diane. Then we will go right into the closing comments hosted by the declared Diane. <laughs> the scripture for today is 1 Peter 1, 21. Through him you believe in God, who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and so your faith and hope are in God. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the declarer, Angela. Everyone have a wonderful, beautiful, and blessed day. God bless you. Thank you so very much, Susie, for that wonderful, wonderful greeting, as always. Hey, good people, it is such a pleasure to be back with you on this morning. I thank God for you and thank God for yet another morning to be able to serve him and his people on today. Um, before we go into the declaration, I just would love for everyone just to check your phone, just uh, check and see if it's on mute, just double check, triple check uh, for the continuity of the call. Let's go before the throne. Father, we praise you. We thank you on this morning. We glorify your wonderful name. Thank you, Father. Thank you for the love that you've bestowed upon us all through the night. Thank you that we had a mind to serve you, to seek you on this morning. Father, have your way in this declaration today. 
Open up hearts, oh God. Let your word go down and fall on good soil, God. Let someone be enlightened. Let someone be drawn closer to you. Let revelation come forth in a way that would open up and give them understanding of how wonderful your word is, how beautiful your love is, and how engaging you are and loving in our lives. Father, we give you praise, honor, and glory on this morning. Order my lips, Father. Allow me to only say what you say. And let the words of my mouth, oh God, enlighten and make free. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Well, God bless you all. This has been a month full of faith. So I pray that you have an understanding so far of faith and being faithful, what it means, how to use it, how to apply it, and how easy it is because God did not give us anything, tell us anything. He said his yoke is easy. So it's not a trick or a trap or something hard for us to do. So this will be in two parts. I will be with you again next week for the second part. So it's pretty meaty, but I pray that you are someplace where you can listen and maybe even grab a pen and a pad so that you can take some notes and understand what the Lord is saying on this morning. So let's get started. I, I, um, again, I hope that you have grabbed an ingested faith in a way um, that you have not seen before. This entire month has been dedicated strategically so that Ephesians 1 and 18 can be alive in your life, which is I pray that the eyes of your heart, your understanding, and remember, that is your understanding. Your heart is your mind. I pray that the eyes of your heart, your understanding, may be enlightened in order that you may know the hope to which he has called you, the riches of his glorious inheritance in his holy people. So God's word comes to enlighten. Can someone please um, mute your phone? Please check your phone. Faith moves time. It takes faith to forgive. And faith is exciting. It's exciting and it brings joy. When you've applied faith, when you specifically took the time out to focus, on I am applying faith because you can do it. I am applying faith in this area. I'm taking the word of God and I'm being very literal with it. I'm opening up this word because God's word is true. There are no gray areas. He didn't give us something to hide something from us. He said it's hidden from those that are not of him. So I've applied faith and I saw faith in action. That brings excitement and it brings joy. God loves it. And it's like he's made this up. So he's like, okay, so when they do this, they're going to be happy. He's focused on our joy. He's focused on our excitement. He's focused on his riches and glory coming alive in our lives. But for some of us, not all, faith has our attention but not our intention. And what I mean by that, our lack of understanding and misconception of what God has already blessed us with has become this noisy and brash 
thing that has not been uh, taken as if it is the weighty matter, but something that we can just possibly have and, and really not uh, dig into. But this is quite the opposite of that. Some think it's very unweighty and, and it's weakened and, and we can water it down by another person's experience or what we saw. So we're going to get into just a little mindset, then we're going to go into some um, examples. And next week, we're going to deal a whole lot more on mindset because it does take that. Faith, the visualization and belief in the obtainment of a desire. Faith, the visualization of, you visualize it, you visualize what's not been seen, and the belief, faith and belief, two different things, in the obtainment of a desire. You need belief. You need faith. The Word of God says, have faith and believe. The obtainment, what I'm going to get of a desire. Where did this desire come from? Now, faith is the confidence. Right now. In what we hope for. And assurance about what we do not see. And I'm going to repeat that again, and I pray that you can get a picture in your mind. Now, right now, faith is confidence. Confidence. I'm assured. I know that I know that I know, no, no. I know. In what we hope for, where does this hope come from? Where did the hope for what we're confident in come from? And assurance, and I'm assured, I know that it's going to happen because I have hope based on what? What I read in his word, based on his promises, based on what was and this is about something we don't see. See, we use faith, period. We do. We use faith. We used faith when we came to Christ, when we accepted Jesus Christ as our Savior, when we said, I believe. Whenever, at whatever time, you decided to have a talk with God, and it was you, and you began talking. You did not see him. You utilized faith. So where do we get the desire? We get the desire from God. He said, I will give you the desires of your heart. So that's a double-double, right? He put the desire in our heart. We in turn make a request known to him. We get that part? That he put the desire in our heart. This was not our desires of our hearts, not something we just came up with, not something illegal. That's something we came up with ourselves. <laughs> I'm not talking about that. 
too often faith and belief has been made to be this humongous, hard, sweat-bearing, weighty, unweighty place that God just has nothing else. He don't have nothing else to do but to make it hard for us. Not so. No, I beg to differ and would firmly say that because of the meaning we have placed on our experiences or witnessed in others in these areas has clogged our clear vision of the ultimate power and blessing that he has engulfed within us. God always wants us to mirror him. He is the ultimate of faithfulness. He is faithful, not separate from him. We are not, but yet he is faithful. So we are to mirror him. Faith is full of obedience. Let go that word again, obedience. What did God say about faith? He says, have faith. Have faith in him, not in man. He didn't say work on him. He didn't say we going up the other side of the mountain. It's the rough, going up the rough side of the mountain because it's so hard to have faith. He didn't say touch and agree about having faith. He didn't. Faith is full of obedience. Obedience in his word. Period. No gray area, no trick. Tricks is the key. Faith carries tremendous power. It builds, it nourishes us. When we have fainted, when we've thought opposite of what his word is, he engulfed us. He put down in us a component that's going to always work. And it cannot be taken from you. Listen, 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 listen. Your faith cannot be taken from you. Nothing that God has given you can be taken from you. You can give your place of positioning away to the enemy, but you never lose it. What does faith look like to you? Take a minute. Think about it. Think about what I've said up a little earlier in the work when I was talking about quite possibly our faith was molded by um, things we saw, experiences, our experiences, family experiences. What does faith look like to you? And I emphasize look. What does faith look like? Faith is action. What have you learned about faith? What circumstances led you to place meaning on the action word faith? Was it in church? Was it a church mother who always spoke of having faith, but nothing ever changed and you watched her? Or your parent or a friend, neighbor, a relative, clergy? 
who spoke of having faith for certain things and and faith and we're applying faith and and we're fasting and we're applying faith and we're doing this and we're doing that for certain things and you witnessed it and things never worked out so that's all you saw so you placed meaning on what you saw hmm in your subconscious mind you did because that's what the subconscious mind does. When we have circumstances or events, our subconscious mind will place a meaning on that circumstance or event. These events that you witnessed formed meaning in your subconscious mind, which is your heart. And you didn't even know it. You didn't even know it. So really, as you evolved, and that could have been in childhood, that could have been in your teenage years, that could have been in adulthood. You could have been a newly uh, saved person, just came to Christ, no matter what the age is, but it is the event and circumstances that you formed meaning on. So. Basically, uh, you came out swinging with about like a half a bat, not a whole bat. You come out swinging with a half a bat. Again, the definition is now, right now, right now, when you believe, faith is confident in what we hope for and assurance about what we do not see okay that's the king james verse well the king james mm-hmm. says unseen can someone please mute your phone i think someone just called renee or something like that thank you king james says unseen something unseen takes your imagination and a lot of times especially in Christendom, when we hear this word, oh my God, so left field, imagination, that's way out there. And it's all over the word of God. You cannot even serve God because you don't see him without your imagination. Genesis 11 and 6. Listen to this. Listen, listen, listen. Check this out. I love this scripture. And the Lord said, behold, the people is one, and they have all one language. And this they begin to do, and now nothing will be restrained from them which they have imagined to do. And that word imagine. God told Abram in Genesis 15 and 5, and he brought him forth abroad and said, look, look now towards the heaven and tell the stars, if thou be able to number them. And he said unto him, so shall thy seed be. 
Now, mind you, we all know Abram didn't have a child. He had no heir. So can you picture um, Abram looking up at the sky? And it had to be a time, maybe dusk, maybe where he is, stars. You ever been someplace, um, especially like up in the mountains and the hills in California, and you just look up at night when it's really clear, and it's like, wow, it's like I even never seen a, a gazillion stars like I see right now, and definitely not down in the city because of the cloud cover or other places deeper in the valley. Um, the star content is not that visible, but to see all of those stars, can you imagine? Abram just looking up and gazing like, what? What you talking about, God? He had to get a picture in his mind. Hebrews 11 and 30. By faith, by faith, by faith, the walls of Jericho fell down after they were compassed about seven days. Now think about that. Now what if that was you? And God, and God, and God said, you know what? Yeah, I get it. Check this out. Check this out, John John. I get it. And people have been treating you real bad at your job. Real bad. Now, I want you to go. March around that building seven times. And the walls, all the cubicle walls, and that office is going to fall down. Doors going to fly open. And they're going to promote you to where you need to be. What in the world would you do? That took faith to believe that. Right? I think believing something promised to you that you cannot see does take the use of your imagination. You have to get a picture of it. See yourself obtaining it. Now, these are action steps because faith is action. See yourself obtaining it, working in it, steps, the structure to get it, and feel it in the moment. This ignites your belief. Have faith and believe. Uh, see, we miss the simple stuff. If you can get a picture in your mind right now, Whatever it may be that you are having faith for, seeing yourself in it. When Abraham looked up at those stars and tried to count them and he had no air, don't you think he had to visualize it? And then it became meaning in his subconscious and it was accounted to him as righteous. It is impossible to please God without faith. We've heard this, but do we really understand? Do we really understand? 
This is what God said. This should put godly fear in all of us. It is impossible. Not possible, won't happen, ain't happening, shall not happen. It is impossible to please God without faith. And don't we want to please God? That's like, just think about your who, who, whomsoever raised you, your, could have been your grandmother, could have been your mother or your father, your sibling, whoever, your foster parent, whoever that may be. We wanted to please them. We knew if they were disappointed in us or were not pleased with us, it didn't make us feel good. We have to understand God's word is God's word. It is impossible to please him without faith. So God is so bad. Check this out. He already put the faith in you. He's such a double double. The devil knows this. So it's an all out attack to keep us ignoring and ignorant of his devices. So let me ask you a question. So it's impossible to please God without faith. Faith is already in us. God gave it to us. Are you applying faith in your area of power and authority? We're about to take a little curve. Sit up in your chair. I don't know. About to take a little curve. Are you applying faith in your area of power and authority? Do you know your area of power and authority? Remember. Remember, ah, apply faith according to the word of God and according to your assignment in life. Are you applying faith to your area of power and authority? Apply faith according to the word of God and according to your assignment in life. Check this out. I'm going to use Dion for an example with Declare Victory. We know Declare Victory does not run for free. We know that this call, this line, it is not free. This is one of her assignments in life. If she, she has power and authority to apply her faith in this area so that things run smoothly, Regardless of what it looks like, sounds like, could be like, or what anyone says, she has power and authority. She applies her faith in any situation that happens with this line. And guess what? Bam, there you have it. Because this is her place of power and authority. Someone please mute your phone. You just came off of mute. Someone's driving. Please mute your phone. So number one, Satan will dangle something real before your faith, before your faith. I'm sorry, their faith. Something he knows that is out of the will of God in your area of gifting or flow or what's happening for you right now. It's real and it's valid. It's not something illegal or even unattainable. So he's not going to come at you sideways. Listen, unfortunately, he knows God better than you do, better than we do, and he is more relentless than God's people. 
You take the bait, the shiny object, you pray, you pull down, you hope for, touch and agree, you put a seed on it, and don't let it happen. Now, check this out. The door of disappointment flew open. You feel like God let you down. He won't answer you. Rejection, shame, embarrassment, dissatisfaction, fear. All this entered in. Why? Why? Could quite possibly you be trying to operate in an area that is not your area of operation? Quite possibly could you be believing it with everything you know. I mean, you've got a vision, got a picture, everything. I'm going to apply faith to this. And it is so left field for you, for your right now, for what God has asked you to do, called you to do, for the giftings that's within you. You could say, well, Angie, I don't know what you mean by a calling or um, I don't feel I have a calling. What giftings do you have? Are you operating the faith that God has already given you in that area or are you running after something else? Someone else's area. Something else looked good to you. So listen, have you ever heard a person say, I have no faith? Or have you judged someone's faith by saying they have no faith? They just need some more faith. Or even yourself, I just need more faith. Not possible. The word of God says, and this is a past tense, it says, he has, has, has given every, every man measure of faith. So, so wait, wait, wait a minute. So he gave it to us. He gave it to us. He said, it's impossible to please him without faith. So check this out. I'm just going to give it to him. I want to see their excitement. I want to see the richness in their life. I want them to feel like I feel. I want them to have this joy, this peace. I want them to be like, ooh, this is good. So check this out. They can't please me without it. So I'm going to give it to them. God has given every man a measure of faith. This faith is according to what he has called you for in the earth. An athlete, let's just say track, you blowing folks out the box. I used to love to run 50-yard dash. I didn't ever win, but, you know, I would come in like fourth or fifth, that wasn't my place of gifting. But someone else hit that 50-yard dash, bam, went from there, went to the 4 by 4 bam, just went there, went all the way to the Olympics. Everything about them, it was always running, got that stride, just came natural. They didn't have to be taught too much. They were taught some formulation because with every gift, you do have to learn of it, but it was just going. 
That's a place of gifting. They can apply faith. And everything be good, be cooler than a fan, because that is their place of gifting. This faith is according to what he has called you for in the earth, period, point blank. So then, Angela, are you saying to accurately, accurately live in faith? We must know what we're called to do. Hmm. Right? Let me give you another example. So say, for instance, and I'm going to take it here because it's all over the spectrum. Please don't get locked into, oh, well, that's, that example doesn't fit with me. Um, and this example doesn't fit with me. The word of God is full. Everything that goes on in our life, we can find it in the word of God. So check this out. What if you are what I call an executive household project management director, housewife? You run in your house, not just a wife, maybe the husband at home or a single parent, single dad, running the house, single mom, running the house, stay-at-home dad, et cetera. And your season of assignment right now is caring for your family. That's your season of assignment. That's where your gifting is. And all hell breaks loose. Finances start flipping, appliances, every appliance start breaking down. Your car, Kids, you're distracted from your assignment, right? All this stuff is going on like, man, bam, all this stuff is happening and I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Your snappy, worry, anxiety, overwhelm, all creeps in. And check this out. These are all enemies to faith. Because this is your area of assignment and you have authority over it. You can speak to that huge mountain of issues, have faith and believe, and it shall be done for you. Zippity quick, done. Done. Now, when you're operating outside of your place of authority in any given situation, you could have faith the size of a watermelon, and it ain't going to budge because you are out of order, are you in order in what you're believing God for? Are you believing, trying to apply faith outside of God's word? Are you doing it in a tradition, traditional religious way? Without having understanding, God said, in all things, get an understanding. When you have an understanding of something, it can be applied correctly. When you saw people who applied what they said they were applying in faith, did you have the full gamma? Did you have the full understanding? Did you really see what was going on in their life? They may have had a need, and that need never came forth. But did you really understand everything in their life? 
Did you know the life that they were living? Did you know the thoughts that they were having? Did they have doubtful nights, but in the daytime speaking, saying, I'm applying faith, I'm doing this. These things that we saw that did not come to pass formed and, and then formed an opinion. It gave us a meaning on something that God has already given us. He's given us all a measure of faith. So I challenge you, I challenge you to take a step back. The area of gifting and calling that you operate in right now, whatever the need may be, I challenge you to step back and apply your faith in that area according to what God has asked you to do. And you watch it work. You mirror God. You mirror Jesus' walk. And you watch it come to pass. Watch it come to pass. Faith is not hard. It's not difficult. He said, my yoke is easy. Good God Almighty. God is good. He's perfect. He's perfectly bound. Everything about him is rich, it's nurturing, it's loving, it's peace, it's hydration, it's restoration, it's enlightenment. I love him, and I know you do too. Father, we praise you, we thank you, we worship you. Right now, God, Father, as your people are thinking, as they are pondering your word, as they, are in, as they have ingested and now they are digesting your word. I pray right now, ministering spirits, go and minister to the hearts and the minds and the souls of your people. That they shift from doubt and complaining. That they shift to a place of peace and power and authority in the area that you have given them. In Jesus' mighty and precious name, I pray. Amen. And now I pass the call to our prayer warrior, and I will see you for a brief session of um, Love, Life, and Victory after this. God bless you. Father God, I thank you for this day. Lord God, I thank you for keeping us through the night and bringing us to the dawning of this new day of your brand new mercies that you said are new to us every morning. God, we don't take this lightly. We thank you, Lord God, that we were not consumed in our sleep, oh God. God, I thank you for Angela, for that message on faith. I thank you for Susie, for greeting. God, you said you have given each of us a measure of faith, as Angela stated for what we are called for in this earth. So, God, we bless your name this morning, for you are Jehovah Jireh, the God who provides us with everything. You are Elohim, El Elyon. God, you are the God who created the heavens and the earth and all that dwells in it. So, God, I just praise you today just for who you are. God, we should worship you every day we open our eyes. So, God, I thank you, Lord God, 
of the faith that you have placed in each of us. You said faith is believing you and acting upon that belief. Lord God, putting some action to our faith, oh God, that we may grow and mature in you. God, I thank you this morning for your loving kindness that never fails. God, I thank you for your compassion, Lord God. God, you are the God who sees everything. You are Elroy. You know all that's going on in our lives, all that's going on with our bodies. So God, I lift up Yvonne to you this morning. Whatever is going on with her legs, God, I ask that you touch her with your finger of love, God, bringing healing to her mind, body, and spirit, oh God. God, bringing healing in her legs that she will feel better, Lord God. God, I thank you, Lord God, for all that's on this call each day, the teaching, Lord God. I pray over those, Lord God, that pour out their hearts every day, that which you have placed on the inside of them. God, I ask that you replenish them right now, oh God. God, I lift up Pam to you this morning. God, I don't know what's going on in her body, but you know everything. You said there's nothing hidden from your sight, Lord God, that we are all laid open, naked, bare before you, Lord God. And God, I just pray, Lord God, for your faith to grow in each of us. You said that we are all with unveiled faces, Lord God. You have given us your word, Lord God. You have opened your word to our eyes, oh God. So I thank you this morning, Lord God, that we no longer have a veil over our face, but we can go to you to your word and, and go to you, approach your throne of grace with boldness that we may obtain mercy and find grace. So God, I thank you this morning for your unconditional love. God, I thank you for your outstretched hand, Lord God. God, I thank you that when we go through the waters, Lord God, when we go through trials and tribulations, you said the water will not overtake us, oh God. God, I thank you when we go through trials, you said that when we're in the fire, Lord God, that it will not burn us. So God, I thank you that we can lean on you. I thank you, Lord God, that you are Jehovah Mechadeshim. Lord God, you are the God who sanctified us and set us apart for your use. So God, I thank you this morning for all that you have placed in our lives, all that you have given us. God, you said not to forget your benefits, Lord God, that you have given us, for you are God of promise. You know, all your promises that you have made with us, oh God, a yes and amen. God, you never change your mind. You never change. You are the incomparable God. God, there is none that can compare to you. You are the transcendent God. God, you're so far above us, Lord God. You, we can never know everything about you, but you are one thing that we know that you are a God of your word. You are a God that cannot lie. God, I thank you that you are a God, that you are not like man. God, I praise you this morning for all that you placed in me. God, I thank you for the work that you're doing on the inside of me and each and everyone on this call. God, I lift up Dion to you this morning. God, whatever she's standing in need for, God, I pray that her needs be met. God, 
I thank you, Lord God, for your hand on her life. God, I thank you that she's a living testimony in front of all of us. God, I thank you, Lord God, if we just look at our lives and where you brought us from, we each is a testimony that we can share with someone your goodness, your grace, and your mercy, your death, burial, and resurrection, and how you laid down your life, that we may have life and have it more abundantly. God, I thank you for the measure of faith today. God, I thank you for your arms around me, the comfort you give me. God, I thank you this morning, Lord God, that you keep us from day to day, Lord God. God, I thank you for your protection over our children as they go to and from the schools, Lord God, and to and from their destination back home. God, I thank you, Lord God, for your peace that you give each of us. You said if we keep our minds stayed on you, you will keep us in perfect peace. God, I thank you, Lord God, that I believe you this morning and every morning of my life this morning, Lord God. God, I thank you for the condition that you have me in today that I can continue to lean on you and trust you, Lord God, for the things of life. God, I thank you. You said you're already giving us everything pertaining to this life. There's nothing we're lacking. God, I praise you this morning that I can get on my knees and bow before you this morning, for you are the great God. There is none like you. God, I praise you this morning, Lord God, that you put food on our table and clothes on our back. God, I thank you that we're in our right mind this morning, Lord God, and not talking to ourselves. God, I thank you this morning for your loving kindness. Your loving kindness fell, Lord God. God, I thank you that you are the great advocate, that you are Jehovah, that you are the paracleta. God, I thank you this morning for your unconditional love. God, I thank you that you are... God Almighty, the all-sufficient one. God, I thank you that you're else to die. God, I bless your name this morning. There is none like you. God, you are holy. You call us to be a holy people. You said that we are royal priesthood. We are the apple of your eye. So, God, if we can take our phones off mute and give you praise, God, that you so richly deserve. God, you said that everything that has breath, praise the Lord. God, I thank you this morning that I have breath in my body, that I can praise you, Lord God, and I can worship you in spirit and truth. God, I thank you this morning for your holy scripture that you've given us, Lord God. God, I bless your name, Lord God. There is none like you, O Holy One of Israel. I thank you, God. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. God, you heal me. That I can run, that I can hide in the time of trouble. 
God, you said everything has been given to us. We are not lacking anything. God, I thank you this morning for a roof over our head. God, I thank you this morning for desires. I thank you this morning for Deontay and Demaria. God, I thank you that your hand is on their life. God, I pray Thank you, Lord God, for opening up our eyes and our understanding, Thank you, Lord God, for our faith in you, Father. Hallelujah, Jesus. Oh, God bless your name, Jesus. Oh, God, thank you, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for a measure of faith. Oh, God, I must say, God, we're good about that. Oh, God, thank you, Lord God, for the declaration of the Lord Thank you for the greater Lord and the first of all the administrators of this thing, Bless the Lord Jesus, strengthen the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us work out today as pray that our friend faith every person on this phone be strengthened. Thank you, Lord God. We pray Lift up all my victory channels. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Lord God. Thank you, Lord. I give you praise, God. I thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord God. thank you, thank you, Lord God. I thank you, Lord Amen. Amen. Hallelujah, Father. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. We bless you on this morning. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. All right. My God. Well, welcome to Love, Life, and Victory. As I said, it will be brief. I do start work a little earlier now, so I got to go to work. But um, I just wanted to open it up briefly if anyone had any um comments, questions, um, before I just do one last um, closing statement that will lead us into part two next Thursday. Yeah. Good morning. You, uh, you said that we should be applying our faith 
to the areas of our you gave us two points and oh my goodness i was brushing my teeth and i missed it okay yeah the 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 place the the area of your gifting um and i gave the example of applying your faith someplace else trying to do something say for instance um the the example i used was the executive project management director i'll call um, a stay-at-home dad or housewife, um, applying your faith in that area because that's your area and your season right now to care for your home, take care of your children, your family, your wife, your husband, and things can happen. Things can get out of order. You have faith to put everything back in order. You have a measure of faith to make sure that that household runs the way that it's supposed to run. If that's not your place, right now you're supposed to be out in the marketplace. Right now, um, you're supposed to be out to place working a job and doing something and you're not applying your faith where the area of gifting is that you are. If you're a preacher, you have the right to apply faith to that word that you're giving to the people, the people that you shepherd. Applying your faith someplace else in something else, what happens is it's not working for us. Somebody sees something that's going on over there with Susie or Johnny and say, hey, I want to do that, too. I think I'm going to do that, too. We're applying faith. We're praying. We're calling down, pulling down, touching and agreeing, asking someone to pray with us, and it's not happening. And when it doesn't happen, all these things, the door opens to rejection, shame, embarrassment, dissatisfaction. All these things are enemies of faith. So. The the bigger picture is applying our faith to our area of gifting, calling, our area of where we are right now. Because we have to take an honest look and say, have I actually been applying faith for something that is for me right now? Even if it is in this word, that's not my season right now. So it's not happening for me. That was one of the examples that I gave that you missed while you were brushing your teeth. Yeah. I remember the authority one. But was okay, yeah. So I can apply my faith with a with in the authority that I have as well. Yeah, those are a couple of great points. And um for us the season. So there's this there's a season for everything and um I don't want to miss my seats. Thank you. Yeah. You're welcome. Yes. Absolutely. Is there anyone else? Good morning, sister. This is Andrew. Uh, thank you for good the morning, Andrew. Good morning. Thank, thank you for the lesson this morning. Uh, well, one of the things that that was uh, bumping around my head was that when you were talking about it might not be your season. Uh, scriptures tell us that our thoughts aren't like God's thoughts, and God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts, just like the the heavens are higher than the earth, and so. Sometimes it may look like it's not your season because 
you have an idea of what you should be accomplishing and God has another idea for having you do the work. And, and uh, the best example I have is Job. Uh, when Job started going through the slew of things that he was going through and then his physical suffering started, it may have looked like it wasn't his season, but it was exactly his season. And God never, according to the narrative, God never told him why he went through it. We know why he went through it, because it's written, written out for us. God never told him. He just went through it. But through it all, he had the faith that God was with him still. And he's like, though he slayed me, yet will I trust him. You know, and he said, you know, for all my appointed time, I will wait until my change comes. And, and, and that's gripping because a lot of people that get told that they're in stage four, uh, they they don't hold on that strong. Uh, when, you know, someone that they were told would love them forever walks away for someone lesser, you know, they don't have that hold anymore. They start getting mad at God. And, you know, for, even for lesser things, you don't get the promotion you wanted at work. You know, you go into the mirror and you start finding more gray hairs. A lot of people bum on God for for things that he is willing to go on. And it's just not fitting your, you know, your fairy tale scripting. So, but, but, but that, that, that goes back to you seeking his faith staying in the word, knowing what he's, you know, what, what, what he's saying and, and, and not changing uh, your, your, your view or your grip on him. Cause you know, if he willed you to do this, then it's, you know, you're going to accomplish what he wants you to accomplish. Not, uh, not, not, a, not, not, a, not a little bit less, even though if it, it doesn't fit the way you finish writing the story. So and that, that 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 that's what hit me, and that's how, you know, I'm I'm I'm, I'm taking it. But thank you, appreciate your insight. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, yeah, and I just wanted to be really direct and honest in this declaration because we can do and say a lot of things and kind of go around and beat around the bush and um, because we are mature, the lion has matured and we need to be um, accurate, more accurate, you know, in our walk and being on point and on target. We are going to be in many areas in our lives where our seasons may not be that right now. Um, there's things that he's teaching us, training us, shedding us from in it. Um, getting to a part in our season. And then there's the times when we are just outright out of place. There are times we are outright out of place. We are doing something or trying to do something that is not for us. And we are expecting, um, we're expecting for some things to come through or change. Um, and that's what I really, really wanted um, to be a huge focus on. Um, we have to be accurate. You can be accurate. It's not 
it's God, he didn't hide it from his people. He said it's hidden from those that are not of him. Thank you so much, Andrew, for chiming in with that. Well, before I close out, because I do have to go to work, I wanted to um, listen to this. Faith will lead you to make a new decision. When we decide to change, we would just, when we decide to change our thoughts and place a new meaning on something, because experiences, experiences have molded us. Again, if it's something we saw or if it's something that we experienced ourselves. Placing meaning doesn't mean it has to be permanent. God wants us to have absolutely fabulous experiences in him. Everything is good. Everything, our ups and downs, our ins and outs. Faith will lead you to make a new decision. We have to make a decision to change. We have to make a decision to have faith. We have to make a decision to believe. We need to make a decision to do these things, to obey God. So I wanted to leave you with that. I'm sorry that this had to be um, short today. Um, But again, I do have to go to work. Um, I love you all. Um, I pray and I know that something has been said that blessed you all that um, have, is giving you some meat to chew on. Pray that you all have exceptionally great days and that you, at the end of the day, can say that I placed meaning in someone else's life today. Somehow, some way, I bettered someone else's life. So God bless you. May God be with you throughout your day, your family's day. May your day be blessed. May the sun shine upon you and keep you. We will see you tomorrow, same time, 6 a.m., same number. Declare victory. God bless you. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Bye-bye, everyone. Thank you. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Take care. Be safe. Bless you.